0: From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now.
1: On today's broadcast, the Democratic Party is rattled by the slim margin that saved its Chief Lee Jae-myung from arrest in a National Assembly vote. Rival parties call for accountability over the abrupt withdrawal of Chung Sun-shin as head of the National Office of Investigation. And prosecutors indict four senior officials from the Moon Jae-in administration in their investigation into the deportation of North Korean sailors in 2019. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The main opposition Democratic Party has been thrown into disarray after its chair, Lee Jae-myung, was saved from arrest by a surprisingly small margin in a National Assembly vote on Monday. While the Democratic Party managed to vote down the prosecution's call for legislative consent to arrest Lee, the result indicates that there could be bigger challenges ahead for the DP leader. Kim So-yeon has the details.
0: The prosecution's attempt to arrest main opposition Democratic Party Chair Lee Jae-myung was narrowly defeated in a parliamentary vote on Monday. During a plenary session of the National Assembly, 297 out of the 299 sitting lawmakers cast their ballots on a motion seeking parliamentary consent to arrest the DP chair, with passage by a majority meaning that at least 149 approvals were needed. The motion was voted down as 139 approved lease arrest and 138 rejected it, while 9 were abstentions and 11 were considered invalid. Despite a prediction by the DP leadership that some independent lawmakers would join the 169-strong DP bloc to defeat the motion, with an overwhelming majority of up to 175 votes against, the actual total indicates that 37 lawmakers defied expectations and opposed the DP's push to defeat the motion. DP floor leader Park Hung-kun said on Tuesday that the party leadership will ponder the meaning of the vote while stressing that the party must not sink further into confusion or division due to the outcome. However, some in the party said the result was effectively a vote of no confidence in Lee. Five-term DP lawmaker Lee Sang-min said the number of defections is only the tip of the iceberg, expressing concerns that the party could fall off a cliff. Meanwhile, the ruling People Power Party said that with the result, DP Chief Lee has essentially been declared what it termed politically bankrupt and must consider his future, including stepping down from the party chief post. Lee is facing charges of breach of trust, conflict of interest, corruption, bribery and concealing profits for his alleged involvement in the Tejiangdong land development scandal and bribery through the local football club during his term as 성남 mayor. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News.
1: The rival political parties have both called for accountability over the failed appointment of Chung sun as head of the National Office of Investigation in the wake of his son's school violence record resurfacing. Speaking to a KBS radio program on Tuesday, Ruling People Power Party floor leader Joo Ho-young said those liable for insufficiencies in the vetting process of the former prosecutor should be held to account. However, he criticized the main opposition Democratic Party for demanding that Justice Minister Han Dong-hoon step down. He said it is contradictory for the DP to blame the minister after it disallowed inquiries during screening, calling it surveillance. The DP, for its part plans to launch a task force to conduct its own investigation while drawing up a bill aimed at reinforcing the government's personnel vetting process. The bill seeks to bolster the vetting process by including the verification of school violence records for the children of candidates for high-level posts. Prosecutors indicted four senior officials from the Moon Jae-in administration in their investigation into the deportation of two North Korean sailors in November 2019. The Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office on Tuesday indicted former National Security Advisors Chung Eui-yong and Seo Hoon, former Presidential Chief of Staff No Young-min, and former Unification Minister Kim Yeon-chul without pretrial detention on charges of abuse of authority under the National Intelligence Service Act. They are accused of issuing orders exceeding the briefs of public officials to forcibly deport the two North Koreans alleged to have killed 16 of their fellow sailors in November 2019 despite their expressed desire to defect. The four former officials face charges of obstructing the two North Koreans from exercising their right to stand trial under domestic laws and procedures. SAW is also suspected of deleting the sailor's defection request in the government's joint investigation team report and falsifying the report to make it appear that the probe had ended when it was still ongoing. The number of unsold homes in the country hit a 10-year high as it jumped around 10% in January compared to a month earlier. According to data from the land ministry on Tuesday, 75,359 housing units were left unsold last month, up 10.6% from the previous month to reach the highest since November 2012. 84% of the unsold homes were outside the capital region, although on-month increases were 107 and 10.6% respectively for the capital area and elsewhere. The government, meanwhile, has reportedly assessed that the current level of unsold homes does not call for state intervention, as most of the increases occurred in the outskirts or in regions where sale prices were higher than nearby market prices. A South Korean defense firm is currently negotiating the export of ammunition with the United States State Department as Washington seeks to compensate for its diminishing stockpile on the back of continuing support for Ukraine. Defense Ministry spokesperson Jeon ha confirmed the negotiation on Tuesday when asked about the ministry's position regarding the Ukrainian ambassador's request the previous day for talks with Seoul on the provision of lethal weapons. The spokesperson said that aside from the ongoing negotiation, Seoul's stance against providing lethal weapons to Kiev remains unchanged. The U.S. had previously restocked its supply of munitions through a deal with South Korea after sending much of its reserves to Ukraine. Speaking at a local forum on Monday, Dmitry Ponomarenko, the Ukrainian ambassador to Seoul, urged the South Korean government to seek ways to provide lethal weapons to his country. Russia has expressed a disappointment following the South Korean government's decision to expand existing export restrictions against Moscow. According to Russia's state-run TASS and Sputnik news agencies, foreign ministry spokesperson Maria Zakharova issued a statement on Monday warning that Seoul's move will not only damage bilateral ties, but also impact two-way cooperation to secure stability on the Korean peninsula. Criticizing Seoul's latest decision for complying with anti-Russia policies led by the U.S. and other Western nations, the spokesperson said it demonstrates the Asian country's limited ability to independently enforce policies concerning Russia. Last week, Seoul's Ministry of Trade, Industry and Energy expanded the list of items requiring state authorization to be exported to Russia and Belarus from 57 to 798 in compliance with the international community's export controls. Jürgen Klinsmann, a German professional football manager and former player, has been named the new head coach of South Korean men's national football team. The Korea Football Association announced the appointment on Monday, saying that the new coach will lead the team for about three years and five months from March through the 2026 FIFA World Cup. Financial terms of the deal were not disclosed. Klinsmann will make his South Korea coaching debut on March 24th in a friendly against Colombia in Ulsan. Klinsmann played for several prominent clubs in Europe and won the 1990 World Cup with West Germany. His accomplishments as manager include leading the German national team to a third-place finish at the 2006 FIFA World Cup. The benchmark Korea Composite stock price index gained 10.21 points or 0.42 percent on Tuesday to close the day at 2,412.85. The tech-heavy KOSDAQ also rose Gaining 11.30 points, or 1.45%, to close at 791.60. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 0.41 against the US dollar, closing the day at (laughs) 1,322.61. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.